You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. We're going into a holiday weekend. I hope you have some nice plans there for Memorial Day. And keep in mind uh, what we're thinking about all throughout the weekend. And hope you get some nice time with your family, rest, and uh, get some good grilling in there here before we officially get into summer here in 2022. It is summer, so we're looking at NFL futures here, and uh, we're going to do a Futures Friday for you, looking at the NFL MVP odds. Our partners at betonline.ag have some interesting developments on the board that they shared this week, looking at the, the odds that are updated from earlier in the year. So good thing to examine here on the show. We have a new MVP favorite here going into June, so we'll look at him, and we know it's a quarterback-dominated award, and it's all about quarterbacks, so we'll break those down for you, and of course, MVP puts up big numbers, and that's related to fantasy football, so we're giving you a little bit of gambling, a little bit of fantasy football here on Locked on Fantasy Football. Thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen today, and we're free and available to you on all platforms. All right, let's dive right in. We'll look at the top Half dozen here in the current odds. This is according to betonline.ag. Our friends there, check them out for all the action that you're looking for in the offseason as well as the regular season and playoffs right now for NBA and NHL. Let's look at uh, Justin Herbert being the new favorite. Yes, this is true. 11-2 are his odds now there. They started early at 16 to 1. They fell to 14 and 1 just a couple months ago. Now they're at 11 to 2. That makes him the favorite over Josh Allen, who was 15 to 3. He is now still back to where he was early in the year at 6 to 1. Patrick Mahomes was at 15 to 2, 10 to 1. He's now 9 to 1 there on betonline.ag. It rounds out here in the top 6 with Joe Burrow 11 to 1. And Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady tied at 14-1 to here. So Aaron Rodgers looking for his third consecutive MVP. No player has done that in the NFL since another Packers quarterback did that 25 years ago. Brett Favre, he did split one of those with Barry Sanders. But he was the last three-time consecutive MVP in the NFL. So highly unlikely that Aaron Rodgers is going to follow there. So right away we were looking at Aaron Rodgers and want to take him off the board. There's not been a lot of action on him. Sportsbooks are different offshore and here in the States, but definitely Rodgers is not getting a lot of attention no matter what. Again, the value is not there, and you just uh, already look at him fading. You want him to fade even a little bit more if you're going to go with him as a long shot. But 14-1 to still puts him in the realm of the favorites. Brady's put up some big numbers in his two years with Tampa, but he doesn't have Rob Gronkowski. This is a very good running team, pretty good defense. I think he'll have a... Touchdown regression from the 40s, so keep that in mind. You couldn't beat out Rodgers there, and if uh, Rodgers and Brady are neck and neck, he would go towards Rodgers. So, in essence, Rodgers and not wanting to go there for third straight MVP takes out Brady, because if Rodgers was there, then Brady would be displaced. And I think the 
trends and the odds are going toward the young guns, the best elite young quarterbacks in the NFL, much like youth is being served in the NBA that's starting to happen in the NFL with some of these players emerging. So let's look at Justin Herbert versus Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. I wrote at SportingNews.com in detail, breaking down this three-man race right now. I think Joe Burrow is firmly in it as well. There is the fourth odds, best odds there. But when you look at it, it's tight enough here where I want to think about who I like to win among these four. Now, Joe Burrow I like. The Bengals have an extremely hard schedule, however. And you look at the Steelers, Ravens, Browns, just in their own division. It's going to be tough for the Bengals to duplicate their success. Now, Burrow should have been stronger in the conversation last year. But he was also in that comeback mode from his injury the year before as a rookie. So... There was that, so Burrow should take it to another level here, but the Bengals also got pretty good credit for being a complete team. And again, Burrow and the Bengals are going to take some lumps. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to win the AFC North again. I think that's what it's going to take. It's going to take a division title there to do it. So we look at Josh Allen. That should not be a problem there over the Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots there to win the AFC East again. The Bills are the Super Bowl favorites as well. So if Allen has a monster season... And the Bills can get 13, 14 wins here. And they are pushing towards a good spot to get to the Super Bowl as the number one seed. Then Josh Allen would have a strong case here. But I think the Jets are going to be better than expected. The Patriots are kind of thrown aside. The Dolphins are going to be hanging around a little bit as well. So I also look at the AFC West being a higher degree of difficulty. So you have Herbert and Mahomes, the top two quarterbacks in the division there. Sorry, Russell Wilson. He's a little bit lower in the... MVP odds, but yeah, Herbert is playing at extremely high level. Two big seasons to start his career. He was profiling really well. He was second to Tom Brady with his 5,013 passing yards last season. He's also third in touchdown passes at 38 behind Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford. So really the interceptions have to come down. He had 15. Josh Allen had 13. Patrick Mahomes was up there as well. So these guys were throwing a lot of interceptions. That's probably what curbed Matthew Stafford a little bit. He had as many in- interceptions as Trevor Lawrence. Now, interceptions have really been cut down throughout the league. You don't have those big, big numbers anymore. They're manageable under 20, but that's still going to be a factor because look at it. Last year, Rodgers, minuscule amount of uh, interceptions. Same thing for Brady, both well under 10 there. So when you look at that, that's a big uh, calling card, the efficiency, the passer rating, getting it up over the century mark. We haven't seen that from Justin Herbert quite yet. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes weren't there last season either. So Burrow, I think, overall, when you look at the quarterback play, the efficiency, and the yards per attempt, all that was in Joe Burrow's favor. So Burrow, by the numbers, might just be the better quarterback, but he may not be in the best position right now to win the MVP because of the team containment here in 2022. Now, we look at Herbert Mahomes. Both the Chiefs and Chargers have 10.5 win totals here. So... When, when you consider that, that's important because uh, no MVP quarterback has had less than 11 wins here during the regular season. You had uh, one year with Adrian Peterson winning when he ran for 2,097 yards there in 2012. But with Adrian Peterson, that was an anomaly. When you get to 2,000 yards as a running back, he changes the game a little bit. But pretty much then, it's around him and after him, it's been quarterbacks here winning this award. So a couple of things that are key, cutting down those interceptions, a big win total, at least 11. I think it's going to take 11 or 12 to win the tough AFC West to, to navigate through that and beat the Raiders, Broncos, and the other team here. It's going to pad someone's resume pretty nicely here in 2022. So I'm leaning towards one of those guys right now. 
I'd say because of that, Allen uh, is in the conversation a little bit with his running, but I think Herbert, uh, there'll be some regression there with Allen's numbers there, and Herbert is a pretty good athlete, can put up the numbers. So really comes down to Herbert being a little bit more efficient, cutting those interceptions down by three or four, keeping that passing yardage high, but also increasing that completion percentage here in the second year of Joe Lombardi's offense. So everything lines up. But keep in mind, Herbert has one of the better offensive lines in the league here. We broke down the best offensive line just a couple of days ago. They were right up there with Rashawn Slater at left tackle, holding things down, and Zion Johnson, the rookie, helping as well, a converted tackle playing guard. So the Chargers have the best offensive line of this group. The Chiefs are pretty good as well with the what they have up front here with that returning crew, uh, but they're more known for their run blocking at this point with Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith. So you look at uh, the Chargers, I think they have the best pass protecting line of this group. Allen took some hits up front here. You also look at the coordinator changes. You have Mahomes losing his uh, guy there, Tyreek Hill, in the passing game, but also Mike Kafka, his quarterback's coach. You have Josh Allen losing Brian Dable and that key play caller for him. Or Herbert's locked in with Lombardi for another year. Good situation, similar weapons. Mike Williams is back with a big contract here. I think they improved with also getting Gerald Everett at tight end. So all things line up here for Justin Herbert to move more efficient, but also proficient and prolific to put up the numbers needed to win MVP in 2022. So he's the best pick that I can have among these six. My next one would be Joe Burrow, just by the talent and level there. So really, Alan Mahomes not interested too much in the middle there. Going top for Herbert and right behind with Joe Burrow ahead of Rodgers and Brady is where I'm going among these if I'm making a wager based on these type of high-end odds for MVP NFL regular season 2022. We'll get into plenty more. We'll go all the way through the bottom of the odds of all the quarterbacks and other players who are on the board there for betonline.ag, NFL MVP 2022. Before we do that, i got to tell you about our next partner, they have a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I needed a boost of health in the morning. I wanted more energy throughout the day. I wanted my immune system to improve, and that's more important than ever now. I don't like taking pills and vitamins. I don't like taking supplements. I wanted something that was easy for me to have every morning and uh, get going. And I've been taking Athletic Greens here for a couple months, uh, ever since I got hooked on it here. And AG1 is the best formula for you to uh, also get back on track with your health. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right and keep you going throughout the day. I like AG1 because it's easy. Just pour it in my beverage there and uh, scoop it up and mix it around, and there I'm good to go. It's that light greens, that burst of vitamins that you feel right away. It's going to make you just feel good throughout the day and it's good for digestive health as well so you're not going to have any weird feelings throughout the day because AG1 is going to take care of you and make you feel great here versus uh, all the other things you could do to your body AG1 is going to make it right for you so check it out with AG1 it costs you less than three dollars a day you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself you're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance there 
Multivitamins are important, and the AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to great, take great care of yourself. It's also lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, while still tasting good. It's going to support everything you can imagine, including sleep quality and mental clarity. So you can't beat that in AG1. To make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel picks with packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health, and the only place to do that is with athleticgreens.com and AG1. All right, it is time to continue the show and look at the Futures Friday edition here of Lockdown Fantasy Football. We're talking NFL MVP odds for 2022. Thanks for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen. Now, for your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, now we're diving into some deep cuts here for MVP. We're going to first go through the sleepers. This is all the way through 33-1 to 1 on the board here. So let's look at this uh, in order. Russell Wilson there at 16-1. to 1. He's coming in right after Rodgers and Brady. I'm not buying the Russell Wilson hype to put up the big numbers enough in Denver. It's a defensive division overall. I mean, that's, that's one concern with Herbert and Mahomes, but I think they're just better. Well, Wilson could take some lumps adjusting to a new offense, new division, and a pretty good defense. And again, Justin Herbert's not going to have to face the Chargers defense, which I think is the best in the AFC West, where you can go to work on the Raiders. The Broncos are going to be a little bit downgraded because of no Vic Fangio. The Chiefs lost some personnel. So Wilson has to face the other teams there in this mix. The Raiders are the only break there. So avoiding Wilson, you can't go with Deshaun Watson. There's too much looming over his potential suspension. You figure he's going to miss enough games. If he misses four to six games, it's over. He's not going to win MVP. So forget about that. And uh, look, his odds have improved because of Deshaun being Deshaun Watson. But the Browns are also going to win a lot of games. But... I don't see him winning MVP. I think there's going to be some prejudice towards voting for him as well coming off uh, last year and all the drama and things that are going on and concerns about the off the field regardless of where it is. But he's going to miss too much time where it's not going to happen here. Now, Jalen Hurts, interesting story. I like that his odds have gone down also from 40 to 1. Also, he's right there at 18 to 1 with Deshaun Watson, but really can't look at Jalen Hurts. It's a hard bet to sell there not long enough. Derek Carr, same thing. He's in the division with the other three guys. You can't go there just by the odds itself. 20 to 1, not a very good value on Carr or Wilson there behind Herbert and Mahomes. In the odds, you look at Matthew Stafford. This guy is a bit of a sleeper. If he can cut down on the interceptions, he's in a great offense to do so. But Rams also have the best player on the field. His name is Aaron Donald. So it's hard to win MVP over Aaron Donald when they're so dominant defensively. So that's the thing where he would take you away from Stafford, but not terrible action there at 20-1. to 1. He started at 16-1. to 1. Now, Dak Prescott has been going in a different direction here. He started 12-1 to 1 early, then he went to 20-1 to 1 there in the spring. And now, as we get into summer, 25-1 to 1 for MVP odds. So 
But Dak, I do like to value for Dak. He had a big year last year. Look at the numbers. He cut down on the interceptions, high, had the high passer rating. He's locked and loaded in Kellen Moore's offense. They got the key elements back. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup's on the men, but they do like Jalen Tolbert and James Washington in the mix. They also have uh, Dalton Schultz back, locked and loaded, more tight end help. So Dak, the key number is going to be, do the Cowboys restore their rushing attack? Do they take a little bit of hit in their offensive line? We think it's still pretty sturdy here, so... Dak should be in a good position to put up the numbers needed in Calamore's offense and comes down to the Cowboys winning a lot of games. So I think they have to at least win 13 games for that to happen. So it really comes into play for Dallas, and that could be the hardest thing to predict in Dak's futures, but not bad value there at 25-1. to 1. Lamar Jackson is a former MVP. There's this issue with his contract. He's not wanting to sign quite yet. Wait for the market come in. We're not sure if he's fully committed or what is he doing exactly. But on the field, he's been special. But at 25 to 1, I still like Prescott a little bit more and Stafford there if I'm going with the AFC, just because, again, he's in the Joe Burrow division, and that's going to hurt uh, Lamar's case as well. Kyler Murray comes in. He's dropped all the way to 33 to 1. I'm agreeing with this trend. He started with 16 to 1. I just don't see that with the things around him, the way he's holding out, things have been happening here. I don't think he's going to be focused enough to put up the numbers that you're looking for in the MVP race. Now, he can run and be special, but he's curbed his running. He's still working in a different style of a passing game without Christian Kirk trying to just readjust to throwing to Hollywood Brown as his go-to guy, so not by that. Matt Ryan has jumped up to 33-1, to and he started 100-1, so big jump up, partly because the Colts, I think, are expected to be a very good team. Win the AFC South, that's the expectation. Matt Ryan can do well in the Frank Reich offense, but remember, it takes Matt Ryan usually two years to really sell into an offense, so I don't see the numbers and delivery happening enough for the 2016 MVP, Matt Ryan, here in 2022. The next guy's been getting a lot of action. He's the most popular 33-1 to pick that you'll see there at Caesars and all these other uh, sports books, uh, BetMGM, all those types here. It, on our shores, have seen some big action because people realize that his... Odds have really improved here at betonline.ag and some offshore 33 to 1. So that has prompted people to try to get some value here with Trey Lance. And part of it is uh, just, hey, uh, there's a better indication that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be the man in San Francisco. So that's going to open things up for Trey Lance to be the starter. That looks like the direction they're going. They're feeling comfortable with Lance as they go. But it's pretty volatile right now. It hasn't really changed that much. Gone to 40 to one and then 33 to one so there's not much there but it's an interesting trend for sure some one will watch and i think part of it is also again this is a kyle shannon offense very quarterback friendly very offensive number friendly but it's also a run oriented offense we had ryan win out of this offense in 2016 so it's interesting that matt ryan a former mvp in the kyle shannon offense and a new quarterback potentially starting all the games for Shannon has that. Uh, I think there's a little bit of Lamar Jackson interest as well. Style interest, I'll say, in Trey Lance with the running ability. He's just a buzzworthy player right now. That's where you're seeing the action here. 33-1. Next guy I'm going to absolutely avoid. I know the numbers have gone down as he's uh, acquired Tyreek Hill. And the weapons have returned there. Namely Mike Gusecki. But he's also got Jalen Waddell. It's Tua Tagovola, 33-1. I'm not interested at all. I don't think the Dolphins are going to live up to expectations. So, to me, Tua's off the board. I think it's very interesting that he's not, his numbers are that high ahead of some guys behind him that I think have better value. We will get into those guys there, into the deep cuts in our final segment. Those are all the people 
on the board for MVP odds in 2022, according to betonline.ag. We'll uh, go rapid fire through all of them here for you in our final segment of the show and the week on Lockdown Fantasy Football. Betonline.ag, this is where you're going to get on the action. This is where you're going to get the odds here. It's your good spot here for checking out uh, again the futures there for the NFL, whether it's a MVP odds, uh, team by team win totals, or early week one action, it's all there for you to check out at benline.ag, as well as looking at just uh, really what's going on with the active sports right now, NBA, NHL, MLB. So it's a good spot there to check out. And uh, we want to talk more about the futures here and uh, get you into that as well on Locked On Fantasy Football. All right, it is uh, time to close the show here and look at the rest of the MVP candidates on the board here on Bet Online, according to their NFL MVP odds for 2022. We've been talking that on a special Futures Friday for you. All right, let's uh, go run through these guys. You have Kirk Cousins at 40 to one. New offense, he, he finds it challenging right now, but and the offensive line not great. I don't see Kirk Cousins getting MVP votes or the Vikings winning enough at 40 to 1, so not going with Kirk Cousins here. Derrick Henry, really hard for a running back to win it. Can he get 2,000 yards? I doubt it. Coming off a foot injury, having a little bit of wear and tear. They also have the backup now for Michigan, Hassan Haskins. So they're going to ease their Henry's workload. I don't see it at 50 to 1. Mac Jones, I want to believe a little bit more. I just don't think the numbers will be there, especially in the division with Josh Allen at 50 to 1. Cooper Cup, he was in the conversation last year, but he started 33 to 1. He dropped to 51, 66 to 1. It's just super challenging, even if you have an elite receiving season like that to win MVP. Jerry Rice is a rare breed. We know that he's the all time best receiver. So Cup is getting up there, but I think he'll slow down and have some numbers regression there. Jonathan Taylor, I think, is also going to have to hit. 2000, another reason why I don't like Matt Ryan there, but 66 to 1. I think if any back can break through with 2000 with his durability in the prime of his career and how much volume he gets, Taylor would be a guy to look at. So it's not totally void here, but again, you're banking basically on him pushing for an 1800 at least, but probably a 2000 yard season. We're talking rushing too. The scrimmage, I think you'll easily hit that, but you're looking for a lot more than that. Justin Fields, not interested at all with the Bears' issues at 66-1. to And Trevor Lawrence as well. The Jaguars have some as well. So those two uh, second quarterbacks, uh, not quite there. Baker Mayfield, you can't bet on a guy that doesn't have a team right now. He's at 100-1. to Carson Wentz, yeah, not going to buy that. I think it's a year of transition for the Commanders. Sam Howell could see some action there. Christian McCaffrey, not healthy enough to go at 100-1. to Devontae Adams, 100-1. to Devo Samuel, both. 100 to 1 here. Not going there. Wide receiver, Cooper Cup. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him to break through here in 2022. This is an interesting player that's on the board, folks. It is Zach Wilson. He's 100 to 1 right now. This is notable because he was off the board early, the first two uh, waves of these offseason odds here at MVP. Now, there's some value with Zach Wilson. Again, Mac Jones, we passed on. Josh Allen is a heavy. Favorite right behind uh, Justin Herbert. There's something about Zach Wilson. There's been some buzz in this offense. There was a very good offensive line. We talked about that. The Jets ranked high there. And good skill position players there. Corey Davis and Elijah Moore now. Plenty of help from Garrett Wilson. The tight ends. The running game. Watch out for Zach Wilson here in year two. I think he'll have a breakout year again. He's one of our fantasy football sleepers as a QB2. 
It's a stretch to say he's going to jump all the way to MVP, but 100 to 1, yeah, it brings you in the conversation a little bit. Now let's run through all the 150 to 1 guys. Alvin Kamara, I don't think he's going to have as big of a role here as they expand the pass game, especially now you have Chris Olave in the mix in New Orleans and Jarvis Landry, so that's going to hurt Kamara's value there. Jamar Chase, great story. He's uh, fallen to 80 to 1, 100 to 1, now 150 to 1. You can't uh, go there in year two. Even though he has a potential, if someone's going to win the MVP, if Jamar Chase has those type of big numbers, it's going to be Joe Burrow. Then you have James Winston on the board. We presume he's going to be the Saints starter. They're kind of committed to him. Saints could be pretty good, uh, better than people think, and maybe challenge for a playoff spot, but you can't go there. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, with the Trey Lance uh, bump up to 33 to 1, you can't look at him at all. Now, Ryan Tannehill. At 151, he's actually dropped. He could lose his job to Malik Willis at some point this season. So you can't go there. T.J. Watt is interesting as a defensive candidate. It's uh, interesting that he's on the board ahead of Aaron Donald, but Donald's a hard guy to quantify here. But T.J. Watt can put up the massive sack totals. We've been waiting since uh, Lawrence Taylor. That's the kind of season he's going to have to have. And uh, is T.J. Watt capable of doing that? Absolutely. But, uh, again, 150 to 1, he can't go there. So those are the 150 to ones. We'll close now looking at the final guys on the board on betonline.ag, available for some action at NFL MVP. Dalvin Cook, 100 to 1, 100 to 1 were his early rankings. Now he's up to 200 to 1. So Dalvin, uh, the offensive line issues are there. I think he can have a pretty big year, but kind of tied to the durability issues. Uh, Kamara, McCaffrey, Cook, they all can have some wear and tear here. So Going to avoid them. So really, again, only MVP you can look at at running back to me is Jonathan Taylor because he means so much to that offense. And he's as prime young without the wear right now that some of these other guys have. He's a guy that doesn't even miss practice. So you know he's going to be out there producing on the field. Austin Eckler, 250-1. Yeah, I mean, on the same team as Justin Herbert. Can't go there. That's why his odds have dropped. You have Miles Garrett. He was early in the conversation, 101. He fell to 201. He's at 250-1 to right now. Again, T.J. Watt a little bit gaudier there with the numbers. And that's why Watt and Garrett are on here again over Aaron Donald. A little bit more quantifiable. And numbers, again, are pretty critical to winning MVP because that's something that stands out to the Associated Press voters where if they've not seen a player enough, uh, those are the things that are important, the key metrics that they use to determine those. And, uh, again, cutting down on mistakes, having big numbers with the touchdown passes, yards, those are key for offensive uh, players at quarterback here. The rushing total has to be absolutely insane with big touchdowns or scrimmage yards, however it works out. For running back to the end of the conversation, wide receiver has to be an all-time great season. Triple crown probably is involved there. That's the very minimum there. So defense, of course, has bigger challenges and all that. Finally, the last guy on the board is another Cleveland Browns. So we actually have three, Deshaun Watson, Miles Garrett, well, technically four with Baker Mayfield, but he's not going to be a Brown when this comes out. Nick Chubb at 250 to 1. Now, Chubb, again, not going to get enough touches here between Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson being there to make it happen. So, yeah, so 2000s from scrimmage, uh, maybe getting 20 TDs. That's going to be what it takes. The Sean Alexander, Ladanian Tomlinson type season, Adrian Peterson type uh, massive, unprecedented numbers there. So, that's what it takes for a running back, but it's a quarterback league and it's a quarterback award, NFL MVP. So going back, still like Justin Herbert as the top favorite there. Joe Burrow right behind him is another bet I like. Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford there in the middle. Trey Lance, a long shot. 
I'm not that interested. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back on the board. And as you expect, Cooper Cup is still the best wide receiver on the board here. BetOnline.ag. We want to thank them for updating those odds and giving us something to break down here on Futures Friday. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. Now make your second listen to the Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Follow Locked On NFL every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's where we're available, too. We're Locked On Fantasy Football. This has been Vinny Iyer. Have an amazing and safe holiday weekend there. We're going to take Monday off. We're going to enjoy that with our family Memorial Day and uh, take it off as we should. And we'll come back there with you for Locked On Fantasy Football on Tuesday to wrap up our shows in May. Again, this has been Vinny Iyer, Locked On Fantasy Football. Check out more on the archives there, wherever you get your podcasts as well, sportingnews.com, where you can find me in written word. Have a good one. See you. Enjoy the rest of Friday.